1: To the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to talk about the 10 essential things to prepping. Mm-hmm. Starting the prepping lifestyle, well, here's where you start. Um, basically, we wanted to cover some basics that if you're overlooking, you kind of skip basic steps. You mm-hmm. kind of, the essential, like, hey... You know, here's where it all begins cuz if you don't have your life in order then going beyond having the AR15s and the the training, you know, camp in your backyard and you know, having your own EMT class and whatever, that's all good, but baby steps. Let's get the basics knocked out and then mm. we'll go hardcore. Got to be well-rounded. Well-rounded, if you will. All right. So I got to say, the essentials to life are food and water, right? We can say food, water, shelter. Mm-hmm. But guess what? If you're listening to this podcast, I assume you already have somewhere to live. I hope so. so. You, you have some kind of shelter, right? Mm-hmm. Already going on. Yeah. You might be living in your car, but that's still not bad. That's mm-hmm. shelter. Bubble home, man. You might be on the bus. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to work. You know, you know, If you're living on the bus,
2: then you might want to get a tent. I, right. believe, I believe we'll I have there. an uncle that lived in a school bus in Alaska, and he was a bit of a prepper, so I can't— a bit of a prepper. I can't—he did have—the only standing structure on his property was a greenhouse where he grew pot, but yeah, I don't— Yeah, the pot greenhouse, sure. <laughs> but I don't—I'm not di- necessarily discounting his uh, his lifestyle. All right, no. Yeah, they did elect a mayor. Mm-hmm. That's all right. All right, so,
1: you know, you can't have it all. I think it was, like, Population 6 or something, but, <laughs> you know— whatever um all right so basically food and water so basically all right so number one in my book is my, my top 10 preps is food mm-hmm. so to me like this could be any level but absolute absolute minimum you say one or two weeks I'd say I'd say
2: minimum is one week minimum Let's, is
1: one week All yeah. right, that's where we're starting mm-hmm. and what I'm, what I'm When I say minimum, what I'm talking about is get this one step taken care of. And then like, I want you to get these 10 steps knocked out of basics, Mm -hmm. then start growing it. Right. Like, cause some people will be like, oh, I need six months of food storage. Well, that's great. But you skipped huge, obvious gaping loopholes Mm -hmm. when you went to the other. So this is the get these in order and then start going back and saying all right it shouldn't be 1 week it should be
2: right and now a as month. we talk about this um uh what i want to also add in here as we go is is layering your preps uh in a sense you know you have maybe you have a week of of canned food and vegetables uh canned meats um mres bags okay. of rice maybe you have a week's worth um But you also need to think about a garden. You need to think about uh, foraging for food.
1: Rabbits. You need to think
2: about raising rabbits or raising chickens. All right. Uh, You need to think about, you know, trapping, um, hunting. Hunting. These are all things that, you know, the more skills you have and the more um, backups you have, the less you have to worry about it. Now, that's not necessarily for the beginning prepper, but. Uh, just to put it out there, so what I would say with the beginning prepper right. is focused on the canned vegetables, canned meats, um, the twenty-five ba- pound bag of rice from right. Walmart. Seal uh, it up Lowe's. in a seal it up in a five-gallon bucket in a bag, yes, and just have it. Uh, white rice lasts for a long time. A long time. Um, MREs mm. are great; they're not too expensive. You can get them on the internet. I think they're about five or six bucks a, a piece. Uh, I know
1: uh, my Patriot Supply. You buy a. Uh, Basically, they have like a month food storage for about ninety nine bucks somewhere mm-hmm. in there. It varies week mm-hmm. to week. You got to kind of look for it, but uh, all right, a hundred bucks knocked out. Right, but you know what? For a month now, and mind you, that's a month for one person. Right, you are a family of four. Bam, you got a week mm-hmm. done. But all right, oh Chuck, you know I can't handle a hundred bucks, but could you handle that twenty five pound bag of rice for ten bucks at Sam's Club?
2: That's right canned canned vegetables are about 89 cents if you can find them on sale. All right. Um now what I want you to keep in mind mm. when you're doing this is uh is you need to rotate your stock. Canned vegetables last a long time, but they don't last forever. Uh buy food that you're actually going to eat. You don't want to uh realize you're out of food and the only thing you have is uh, you know, 50 cans of tuna fish cuz that can get old quick. Um you know eating plain rice for for a month isn't fun, so I want you to kind of keep in mind the food that you eat regularly and and kind of rotate the food that you're storing into your meals as you replenish them. I like it um. So. You want to touch on water real quick? I don't want to touch on water real quick. I want to expand on water. Water's important. I like to drink water. Yeah, I'm a big, big water guy. Water is not complicated. It's everywhere. Unless you live in Arizona or New Mexico, you might have to maybe kind of think a little bit further out in this. All right. But uh, I want you guys to think about uh, storing about 15 gallons a person per person right. in your family.
1: Now, 15 gallons a person. So I go to Sam's Club. I buy the big Poland spring with the six gallons of water, Mm -hmm. so three of those per person, and I throw those in my attic, but it's really cool if I'm rotating through. That's right. All right, so we got that.
2: But if you have water, now let me just touch on this because a lot of people are are, are a bit crazy about their water. They are. Uh, If you're getting pure, filtered water, not necessarily what you want. No. That's gonna flush your system out. If you get distilled water and oh. you're drinking that, that's gonna flush your system out and you're gonna be losing uh losing important things that you you might need. That Dasani filtered Coca-Cola bullshit. I don't like it. That's the biggest like scam it. that's ever happened. Spring water is where you wanna go. A little go. better. Mm-hmm. All right. Now,
1: let's keep expanding oh. on water storage okay. here. So I know you guys have heard me because I say it over and over and over and over again. The water bob. Um, Basically what it is, it's a, uh, I think it's 55 gallons. I don't know. It might even be a hundred gallons, but it's a big plastic liner that you throw in your tub. Uh Uh-huh. And when you hear that there's been a nuclear attack, when you hear the power is going to go out, when you hear, oh, you know, water might be contaminated, whatever, you fill this thing up in the bathtub. And you have the big supply mm-hmm. um I know I've mentioned in the past you fill up your washing machines. you keep those you know secure um a lot of you people think about uh like rain barrels mm-hmm. um that kind of thing you connect to your gutters, you know um it's not great. um what they do actually a lot of the time, if you go back to our uh water storage episode. We talked about how you could set up a diverter so like the first gallon of water that comes off your roof or whatever gets diverted somewhere else or five gallons, whatever it might be. I actually talk about how much you actually want to divert. And uh, then you have the rest, you know, flow into your, your water storage. That's another way to go. Now, another thing is, oh, well, you know what, Chuck? I have a creek by my house or I have a pond in the backyard. Well, that's great. But do you have a water filter? Do you have something you can, you know, treat that with? Do you know how to make your own water filter? Mm -hmm. Um, If you don't, these are some things you want to look into. You want to go on the YouTube. You want to get a book. You want to buy something. You want to, you know, there's a way to do it that's in your budget. Right. But water storage is important and you got to realize you need a way to do it. Now, maybe you have a well and... Mm -hmm. You're like, well, Chuck, you know, I have a well, but when the power goes out, do you still have a well? Mm -hmm. Um, But the answer is there's buckets. You can drop down your well cap and pull up fresh water, but have you thought about how you're going to do that? Have Mm -hmm. you built something? If you look on YouTube, you can pretty much make something for free, Mm -hmm. you know, with crap lying around, but learn how to do it before it's a problem.
2: Now, if you're dealing with – you know and this is about we're talking about layering the preps here you know yes. storage water storage is great but you know it's it's great to have other options like the water filters and and yes. uh, different situations like that one of the other things um uh, we want to talk about is you can you can distill or you can disinfect your water at home you can take water from a stream out back and uh you know with with something as simple as uh chlorine uh bleach pool shock you know you have to be Careful that you're obviously not poisoning yourself. No, you know, that's a no go. A drop or two of uh, of bleach is enough to uh, you know clean a clean a, a gallon of water. So just keep that in mind. That you know, I even have seen people using uh, hydrogen peroxide to disinfect water. I don't recommend that, but if that's your only option, you know that's that's something you can do. All right. So when we're we're talking about layering your preps, it's great to have water stored in your house. Makes things a lot easier. But when that water runs out, you have to have in your mind your other options, the other things that you can do to get water and clean it.
1: Nice. Now, we also talked about, so basics, food, water, and I said, well, you better have shelter, right? Mm-hmm. But another part of shelter is heat. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, keeping your body warm or cold or you know, protected from the elements. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. So do you have a way – if you're in your house and your furnace dies mm-hmm. power goes out you need electricity to keep your oil burner going right do you have another option mm-hmm. um do you have a wood stove do you have a camp you know a fireplace mm-hmm. do you have a kerosene heater do you have a propane heater yep you know these are something you need to think about um
2: yeah it's it's uh right now outside i think it's about uh two degrees yeah where we're at right now if the power goes out well, and you have no you heat, yeah. If you have no heat and it's two degrees outside, you're gonna be miserable quick. It gets
1: cold quick.
2: Mm-hmm. That is
1: the thing. Um, it does not take long for the house to drop down to fifty, and then from fifty to twenty. Mm-hmm. And
2: and I want you guys to keep in mind that um, that uh, winter clothing is uh, even if you live in some place that's that's got a, a reasonable climate. Uh, you know, if it's if it's fifty degrees for too long, you're gonna get cold quick. Right, and uh, it's nice to be able to have um, you know, the the long johns and and all that sort of stuff in a, in a closet where you can just pull that out and and wear a sweater for the day. You know, yeah. So um, you know, when it comes to uh, winter survival gear, there's a lot of great stuff out there, and it's not too expensive. Go online, and uh, you know, just keep in mind that that you know. You've got, if you've got little kids, if you've got a wife, you've got to have something to keep them warm when when the heat, when the power's out. Right. And even if it's only 30 degrees I mean, degrees a solid
1: outside. sleeping bag mm-hmm. does a lot. Um, but just the same, you're a prepper. And you need to think like, you know what? When it drops down to zero, my pipes are going to freeze. My house is going to get damaged. Things are going to get destroyed. This matters. Mm-hmm. Plan for it. I mean, right. a little bit. I gotta tell you, spending the hundred bucks on a kerosene heater, or I think I even see like forty dollars for the propane heater. Mm-hmm. Not ideal for inside your house, but they do sell them that say safe for indoor use. And right. I know one of my kids uses them mm-hmm. indoors, and I made him get a carbon monoxide detector and whatever. I don't think it's a great idea, but the bottom line it's better than freezing. He's not dead, and he hasn't froze to death, so. I mean, these are something you need to think about. That's, you know, shelter, food, shelter, water are basics of survival. Mm-hmm. You need, as a man, as an adult, as a member of society, part of self-reliance and taking care of yourself. These are things you should be taking care of. Um, also, uh, uh, well, where should we go next? I, I think, how about backup power? That kind backup of fits power. back All right. into number uh,
2: number number three. Is this in
1: a shelter? Number four. Number four. Food, water, shelter. Now backup power. Mm-hmm. Uh, backup power may be a gas generator. Um, are you set up that you can hook it up to your house? Or if you can't hook it up to your house, can you hook it up to your furnace? Can you hook it up to your well? Um, you know, what are you going to be able? What are you going to miss?
2: Are you gonna yeah do you have a do you have a way to to turn your electricity back on when the power goes out?
1: or at least what you need you mm-hmm. know it, it sucks when you have a, a bunch of meat or you know a ton of food in your refrigerator and it just all goes bad
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah that, that's a hard thing. Um, you know oh I stored, I prepared, I have you know a thousand dollars worth of groceries in my uh, big extra freezer in the basement. But then the power goes out for two days, and it's gone. Mm-hmm. And that, that there's nothing more frustrating than that. Mm-hmm. So, generators are a big thing. Um, solar battery chargers. Um, if things go bad, are you gonna be able to?
2: Yeah, I've seen a lot of those online, and uh, they're not too expensive. They're I know, not. Chuck. You've you've brought some between
1: over. fifteen and twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. You're charging double AA, A, triple A batteries. I have, you know, some redundancy built into my system because I've been doing this a while. Right. But you know what? Have enough to charge one, Mm -hmm. you know, have some basics. Um, I went with several different brands just to kind of cover my bases and hope for the best, but also solar. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe you're like, oh, well, you know, I'm the smartest guy in the neighborhood because I have freaking solar city panels on my roof. Well, guess what? If you didn't buy the battery backup. If power goes out, you yeah. still don't have power.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: These are things you need to think about. You need to have a plan in place that you're gonna be able to you know be able to keep the lights on It's mm-hmm. the bottom line um actually, the next thing I had is kind of lighting um you need some kind of lantern mm-hmm. flashlight this this would be uh so we had food shelter, water. Backup power and now lighting.
2: Now, when I was doing my doing my list, we kind of okay. try and do separate things here yes. so that we can kind of cover each other's bases. I had uh, camping gear listed as one of my okay my survival preps, and that that includes uh, you know outdoor you know sleeping bags, yes, um, toilet paper, outdoor cooking stove. You know when it comes to to food and cooking, and your electricity's out, and uh, you don't have propane in your grill then a backup camp, camp stove can be pretty handy. Um, but also in that list is is lights, uh, flashlights, headlamps. And if you're not using, using them all the time, you might turn them on and realize that your batteries are dead and exactly. you're out of luck.
1: And I got to tell you, the, the key is, I mean, I have some that are my go-to. Mm-hmm. That, you know, I know I can open this drawer and there's going to be a, a good flashlight there. Right. And I know where more batteries are if it's not good. But but then each one of my kids has their own flashlight. Mm-hmm. You know, they all have their own stuff. Mm-hmm. They all have their own... Uh, their own supply, you know, yeah. that they're ready for. And that's important. You know, you need to be able to, you know, plan ahead And everybody take care of themselves because if nobody, if they don't have their own, then guess what? You're going to go to grab it and it's going to be gone. Mm -hmm. You're going to find out somebody took it. Now, mine, I have a a flashlight. I have a headlight right next to it. The both are just sitting in the drawer right, you know, by my door, front door. And honestly, I actually, somebody bought me one of those silly uh, like 10,000 candle power freaking spotlights. But you know what? It's pretty awesome. It's almost always charged and I do car repairs and whatever, I'll go and grab that thing and it's great. I can see all over my yard freaking with it. And mm-hmm. they're what, 20 bucks? You see them all over. You know what I'm yeah. talking about. And you know, and I don't have to worry about the batteries.
2: Yeah. No, my kid was uh was on a kick um playing flashlight tag in the neighborhood with his friends. Oh, it's the end of your flashlights? Well, I opened up the drawer, and I was like, what the hell? There's only six flashlights in in here. So I was a little bit disappointed I had to resupply, but to me, uh, you know, the headlamps and the uh, flashlights, that's a big thing. You know, batteries to me is a big thing. I I keep a drawer stocked of batteries. It's great when Christmas comes around because I don't have to— and to make any as special far as, trips, but... as
1: rotating your stock, that's one of the big things. I go to like Sam's Club, I buy the, uh, the big like 20 pack of double uh, A mm-hmm. or 48, I guess it is yeah. 48 double A batteries. And I go and I spend the 20 bucks and I throw it in my bug out bag and I grab the one out of my bug out bag and I set that on my dresser that I'm mm-hmm. always dishing out batteries to the kids, right now. I don't stock extra AAA Mm -hmm.
2: because
1: I don't really use them. I I find like the headlamp is the only thing. Yeah, and but every once in a while people need them, so I just kind of buy those as needed. I don't really have the backup. There's
2: not a whole lot of uh, survival gear that uses the AAA battery, but it's not Um, bad. There are some
1: radios and different things, Mm -hmm. but you know, for the most part.
2: Okay, Uh, number five. All right. Um, I don't know if it's five, but okay. Let's uh, let's we'll talk about five. keeping cash on hand. Cash. Um, you know, when there's a when there's a major power outage, yes, your ATM isn't going to work. Your bank card isn't going to work. Um, if uh, if somebody's after you, hypothetically, they can track your your credit cards and your bank cards. That's smart. Cash is king. Keep some, you know. Let's let's say, uh, two hundred dollars is a good starter. Just okay. keep two hundred dollars in cash in the house, someplace that's safe from fires and safe from, you know, don't bury it in your mattress. Your house is gonna burn down, and then you're gonna be in trouble. Uh, you know, two hundred dollars isn't as much back of a loss. At us when- yeah, but keep it someplace that's gonna be safe. Um, you know, I I keep my cash, yeah, in a metal drawer, in uh, you know, in a concrete basement. I I feel like it's pretty safe from most natural disasters. Um, however, you know it doesn't hurt to uh, think about stockpiling things in in certain places. Uh, we did a, an episode about that. Uh, if you wanted to look at look at, look that up, that's fine. But just in general, just in general, having an extra you know sixty bucks in your in your glove box, an extra. 200 bucks in your basement An extra, you know, 80 bucks you in your If you won't go toolbox. that far
1: put a 20 in your glove box. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, you need something. Right. What happens when you come and then you're at the toll and you're like, "Oh crap, I left my wallet." Or, mm-hmm. you know.
2: Yep. You realize you need gas and you're 80 miles from the house and your wallet's there. Yeah. You know. It
1: happens. Um or, you know what? Hey, I need to give 20 bucks to my friend here. Mm-hmm. You know, who knows. Um Now what about First aid, first aid supplies. What do you got there? Uh,
2: you know, first aid I think is a is a pretty, uh, pretty serious situation, se- serious issue. Now we live in the world of ambulances and hospitals and urgent cares and doctors, um, but you know, in certain cases, that might not be easily accessible.
1: Now, I would like to see, and I. I I know nobody's going to do this and and nobody listens and nobody cares, but freaking, I'd like to see a trauma bag, like tourniquet, like quick clot, like Israeli bandage, but wait, I'm not going to say just in your medicine cabinet. I'm going to say at various points, you know, out in the barn, out Mm -hmm. in the tool shed, down by the garden door. Down, you know, because these things matter and they mean, you know, seconds of life and death. Yeah. Um, And there are things that you can use on yourself when you get cut. Mm -hmm. Guess what? When you cut your leg open with the chainsaw, you can put a tourniquet on your leg. Mm -hmm. You don't even need somebody else to save your own ass. Mm -hmm. But when you don't have it there, you know, am I getting from the barn up to the house to the, you know... Go through everything? No. But if I have it out, if I have it in my car right there, mm-hmm. if I have it, it'd be cool if you built a little redundancy into it.
2: Right. I right. I'd be
1: happy. Now, do you have triple antibiotic? Are you able to clean those wounds when? Now, this isn't, I'm not worried about it. You're all your out. Posts Mm -hmm. and whatever, yeah. Disinfecting is a secondary issue, but yeah, you need you know tweezers to pull all those crappy things that get in your hands. Mm -hmm. And if crappy things aren't getting in your hands, well, you better man up and start doing stuff with your life. But
2: and living here in uh, tick country, uh, tweezers come in handy. I think I use them uh, at least once a week.
1: Exactly. You know this stuff. You got to do it. You got to have you know alcohol if nothing else clean Mm -hmm. out your
2: wounds. And um, even if you know if you're if you're broken, you're crying. Uh, I don't blame you. We're all broke.
1: We're all broke crying. You
2: know, but if you can just spend ten dollars on a basic first aid kit and start yes. there, rubbing alcohol is very inexpensive. Yep. Uh, bandages, uh, the the gauze and things like that. They they start getting a little bit pricey, but you know, having a couple extra. You know, honestly, I've walked in on on more than one person that have cut their wrists open. Yes, and it's. It's a lot of blood And if you can't stop it fast You're gonna have one less person I know
1: you can make your own tourniquet And whatever But I gotta say When you cut your leg with the chainsaw Being able to freaking just grab something That's gonna work right away Without having to go cut your seatbelts out of the car Mm -hmm. Not a bad Which is something you can do Works fine Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not knocking that But these are, you know Another step Basic first aid and keep it stocked. Mm-hmm. Don't everybody's like, "Oh, I used all that stuff out of there." Yeah, you know that—that's the problem.
2: Yeah, I found myself there before, and it wasn't an emergency. I was just kind of right. going through looking for a band aid, and realized that that's all I had. You know, exactly. it—the it, stuff gets used up, and you have to ke- kind of keep an eye on it.
1: Now, next, I would say home security. Because yeah, let's this, let's get into that because this can kind of be anything you want it to be like guess what it doesn't have to be a shotgun mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be an AR15 it doesn't have to be a handgun it can be a knife it can be a baseball bat it can be anything that your level of mental you know preparedness where mm-hmm. you want to be where you're at yeah. you know if you're like you know what I'm gonna protect my house with a baseball bat because I'm a badass and I can just whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Do you know where it is? Do you keep it somewhere by your door? Is it accessible? Right. Is it right there? You know, what are you going to do when you need to plan and stage this stuff a little bit? Mm -hmm. Um, I'd like to see you all buy a minimum shotgun. Mm -hmm. I'd like it to be an AR-15 instead because they're just freaking awesome. (laughs) But, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be. But do you have it accessible? You know is mm-hmm. it in the gun safe and the bullets? and I don't know
2: and I don't know where the gun safe key yeah. is for a long I don't know how time long it's going to be for a long time uh, I had a you know my son in the house and he was he was younger and I kept the uh, shotgun under the bed and it was locked and it wasn't loaded and the key was on one side of the room the ammo was on the other side of the room right just to keep it safe but the truth is yeah, he has no desire to mess around with that shotgun. Yes. He's seen it. He knows it's there. He knows where it is. He knows not to mess w- around with it. And, you know, he's a little bit older now. But the truth is if you teach your kids about guns and where they are and that they're not supposed to use them and you don't keep it loaded and, and the safety off, then you're pretty good. You know, at this point in my life, my son's a little bit older and I don't have a problem keeping a a, a loaded gun. In the house. Now it's
1: right next to the couch and they knock on the door and you fire a couple of yeah, I Yeah, sometimes shots. I just
2: shoot through the through the door to see yeah. what happens. It no, but, happens. You know, a second, obviously that's a joke. But a second step oh, that of that was is. a joke. Oh, then maybe I did go too far. <laughs> but okay. a second step of that home security is just locking your doors, locking your doors and your windows. Um, You know. Do you have proper lighting? Right. You know, do you pay
1: you know, outside? Do you know mm-hmm. what, you know, motion lights or do you have a camera? How often is it that you get robbed and then you're like, oh Shit, I guess
2: I'm gonna buy a camera now. I'm gonna buy a camera yeah. now. And now it's too late though. Yeah. No. But uh you know, when it comes to laying your layering your preps, I think that um I think that home security is the number one thing. If somebody wants to get into your house, they're gonna do it. But if you can make your house be the most difficult target that they can they can go after, then they're going to pick somebody else. You know, if you've got a fence around the the yard and you've got motion sensors and you've got, you know, solid doors and you've got, you know, dogs and you're armed, then they're going to move to the next house. Even a home security system uh, is a lot better than Or a home security system sign. Or a home security, yeah, exactly, a sign. It's better than nothing. And uh, you know you can get those signs cheap, and you can get fake cameras cheap. But you know if you really want to um, get a real protect camera. your house, you know yeah, real cameras are not expensive anymore. No. And if you really want to defend your house and protect your house, you know you might not always be in the house. Uh, and maybe your wife's home alone. Maybe your kids got gets home from school two hours before you get home from work. Are they safe in the house when you're not, you're not there? I mean it. The basics to me of of prepping for survival is being able to survive day your, to day. Yeah, is to be able to keep your your area secured wherever you're at. Yes, you know if you live in your in your school bus, if make sure those school bus to windows to are death locked.
1: And you're coming and get robbed or whatever, mm-hmm. you're not prepping. You're right. not prepared. Right. Um, speaking of, I actually made a little purchase this week. Ooh. Um, let me tell you. Tell me about it. My first outdoor hunting uh, motion camera kind of thing. Ooh, all right. The, the little tree uh, cameras. Uh huh. So, turns out, I didn't know this, but when I looked into it, you can buy a pretty decent camera for about 80 bucks that has infrared flash that takes a picture pretty decent nighttime. Because mm-hmm. of the infrared flash So it takes a picture Nobody sees it It's camouflage You strap it on the tree Kind of out of sight And uh, so 80 bucks buys you With eight batteries Or whatever it takes to run it Which is a lot Like AAA
2: uh-huh.
1: Comes with a memory card You throw it in there But here's what blew my mind Said good for 30,000 pictures and one year on one set of batteries. Ooh. And it date stamps it. It takes the picture. And you got mm-hmm. it. I think you can set it up to record video for a couple seconds if you want. Right. I haven't figured it out because I haven't opened the box. It's sitting next to my bed. <laughs> well, that's but not very very handy well, when it's sitting next to yet, your bed. <laughs> baby steps. Mm-hmm. But I gotta say, not bad. And they look like Pretty clear pictures Actually the guy at the store is like Well here's mine and he's showing me all his pictures You Mm -hmm. know it took And I had to say You know 80 bucks And now you don't have to buy a camera system You don't have nothing Now if you don't really care about the infrared And I think mine I think I went for uh, It has the uh, Half second Less than half a second shutter speed Mm -hmm. Which they were like Oh if you go for the whole second yeah, it's thirty bucks, but then you know your pictures aren't as crisp, if you will.
2: Uh-huh. But
1: you know what? Now, when somebody pulls in my driveway, I have a timestamp, a date,
2: and whatever. Right. And, and when you say, come oh. come home and find out your house is robbed, and you look on there and be like, "I know that asshole. He lives exactly. up the street." Now you're getting. me. Now you
1: can go get your TV back, and now I can go get my TV back, and that's the whole thing. So a little preparedness. Yeah.
2: Now one more thing I wanted to touch on before we move on uh, I'd with like home security to move on is on. Um, uh, building materials, lumber, plywood, things like that. Uh, if there's a hurricane coming, and you can just go outside and, and board up your windows. Um, that's, there's an that's angry just mob something. coming with yeah.
1: pitchfork. Pitchforks.
2: That's something to have. That you can, you know, if you've got a, a, a little bit of space, you can stack a couple of pieces of plywood up, stack a couple pieces of a uh, couple of two by fours up. And honestly, if you wanted to get frog, you can even cut that plywood to the right size for all your windows beforehand, and then just zip it up on there with a the screw gun before there's an issue. All right. So that's it. I just wanted to throw that out there. Now, I think we've completely lost track of numbers.
1: Yeah, I don't know, but numbers, um, but I got at least two more.
2: All right, let's uh, let's talk about uh, guns and ammo.
1: I thought we just did. Okay. Well,
2: all right. Well, let's just talk about let's ammo. Expand on guns. Ammo and storage. Ammo. All right. Um, you know, if if you're not proficient with your firearm, then you might as well not have one. If you don't have your, if you if you have a, a firearm and you have ten rounds and it sits under your bed and you never shoot it, then you're not gonna know what the fuck you're doing. Okay. And you know, you need to get out there with a to the range with a handgun. You need to get out there with your rifle, even if it's not your range. I don't know where you live. I mean, I shoot in my backyard, oh, whoa, and uh, whoa, sometimes whoa. The, whoa. the police come driving down the street, uh, you know, half hour later. You're like, damn but- <laughs> kids and their firecrackers. <laughs> yeah, no. There's a guy down the street that sets off dynamite in his backyard occasionally, randomly. I have no idea why. But now the cops come driving through every once in a while because sure. apparently there's some crazy person out there doing something. But, um, you know, when it comes to uh, an emergency, you may not be able to run out and stock up on the ammo that, that you need. Right. Um, whether it's a twenty-two, a 9mm Maybe shotgun. Maybe state will
1: be freaking insane and be like, yeah, we're banning all kinds of stuff. Right. And there's a run on things. Mm-hmm. You don't know.
2: Yeah, so it's best to have a stockpile of that. And ammo is great because it's it's, it, it's not like it's, it's going to expire after six months. No. You know, it's something that you can hold on to for a while. You can buy in smaller increments. You can just have a stack, have it set aside.
1: Do you, do you think I should worry and I should just go shoot all my ammo just in case and then buy new?
2: Yeah, I think so. I think that's Keep the it best fresh. bet. Yeah, yeah, best bet. Fire it all off now. I mean, if you guys at home, I think that you guys should all fire off all your ammo right now and then go buy and it. then go buy. I mean, more. I
1: expect you to replace it.
2: Yeah, maybe replace it before you fire it all off. But you know, if you don't know how to use your guns, then they're not a whole lot of use to you.
1: What is it they say most people don't need the two thousand dollar a r fifteen they need a five hundred dollar a r fifteen and fifteen hundred in training,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Yeah.
1: let's say, it. put some time with it, get from it, I had to say when you're comfortable with it, I mean, I know when I go out and I'm using it every day for a week, and then it's like old hat, you yeah. know it's like nothing it's it's your right hand, you know right. makes right. a big difference.
2: All right. Uh what's, what's oh, next I get, on the list? You get to pick, the, get next to pick the next one.
1: All right. So, I actually had radios. Okay. Um now initially like I'm going to expand on this. A radio is AM FM and I'd like to see weather band. Right. Um these are nice to be able to kind of see what's going on around you. Now, I would also again, these are that's your minimum essential power goes out world ends you need some kind of battery radio to hey what's going on in the world and guess what when the government wants to broadcast shit they're always doing it on the weather band and then they do it on the am Mm -hmm. fm as a redundant um something to be aware of now i'd love to see you expand that into like walkie talkies -hmm. And, you know, your Cobra radios and and that kind of thing, like you have in your boat or wherever. Mm -hmm. But then I'd like to see you expand it and develop in a ham radio. Mm -hmm. But again, these are, you know, steps. Right.
2: Increments. If you have to start off with a piece of wire and two cans. Day
1: one is your AM FM radio. Right. Um a month into prepping, I'd like to see you order that one that's got the hand crank. So it's always rechargeable, and it has the weather bands on it. Mm-hmm. Then I'd like to see you get some walkie-talkies, and then I'd like to see you put them in a Faraday cage, so if there's an EMP, you're the only guy with freaking comms, and you're awesome.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <coughs> Just putting that out there. Sorry, I get a little excited.
2: Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a a matter of redundancy. You know, it's great to have one one great plan. But it's it's better to have a good plan and to back up. Because you never know what's gonna happen. No plan survives first contact with the enemy. That's what they say, right? So, you know, it's best to just just have something to fall back on.
1: Right? I like to fall back. Now with that, I feel that leads us into our next one, which is prepare your mind. Mm. And that's a big part of prepping that people want to overlook. They like the gear. They like the stuff. Yeah. Um, Guess what? You can go to the library. You can go on YouTube. You can just search articles on the internet. You can download the Survival and Basic Badass podcast. um, Or you can buy some books. Mm -hmm. But there is a ton of great information out there that is available to you. And go out and get some freaking hands-on experience. Go camping. Mm -hmm. Go do something. Get outside. Mm -hmm. Enjoy life. And, you know, embrace some of these things. Try and cook some meals for yourself, you know, outside with the fire. Right. Or, you know, do some things. Go on a hike with the wife and then realize, oh, you know what? It got dark a lot quicker than I expected in the mountains. Mm -hmm. And, oh, you know what? I really... Even though I call myself a prepper and I think I'm prepared, I didn't bring a cigarette lighter or any way to start a fire if I get stuck. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, you know, I wore crappy shoes to go
2: hiking. Right. And figure
1: out what it's like to go do it and realize what things. Hey, you know, I really right. should have brought a compass.
2: And there's nothing wrong with putting yourself in small emergencies. You yes. Know? put yourself in a, in a difficult situation not a dangerous situation but a difficult situation and uh you know if you go out into the woods maybe some place that you regularly hike yes. go out there with without anything go out there and uh you know see if you can get a fire going with just a cigarette lighter go out there and see if you can uh find your way home if if you get off the trail you know small things like this will really build your uh Build your self confidence and build build your skill set, but um, when it comes to to books and things to keep at home, if the power's out and you don't, it's not coming back on. You don't have you can't go on YouTube. You can't look up how to do this. You can't look up how to do that. So a, a good library at home is uh, to me that's a big deal. It's so it's a big deal. Or put the time in. Mm-hmm, you know, right. do
1: the YouTube when you can do it. Right. You know, and then. Actually, apply the things. Mm-hmm. You know that—that's what it's all about—is actually applying the knowledge. That's what's preparing.
2: Right, right. So I've got in my library. Oh, I like to keep books on several topics that that can be important. So gardening, uh, local uh, edible plants. Okay, I mean if you get edible plants of North America. And you live in South America. That's not helpful, you know. Oh. So that local local guides uh, to to foraging and things like that, um, you know, it's it's great if you have no experience hunting and that's your only option, and you shoot a deer. That's great, but do you know how to butcher it? Ooh. Maybe having having a book on butchering rabbits and deer and things like that is is great. Uh, trapping guides. Hunting guides, local hunting and hiking guides are great. Uh, uh, Farmer's Alman- almanac is actually a great, uh, very cheap and great little uh, resource. Resource yeah. for for year to year. Um, and I've got a lot of books on plumbing, electrical, carpentry, homesteading. Uh, homesteading. A lot of these things can come in handy when you don't have the internet to to look things up. Yes. Nope. Now anymore I actually you want to expand all right I actually have have uh, one here that we didn't touch on too much is is camping gear okay and uh, I know I mentioned that earlier but um, you might also be thinking well I have a bug
1: out bag yeah bug out there my you go. camping there you go but tell me about camping gear but uh
2: as far as camping gear goes a lot of this stuff has double uses okay um, if you're at home and uh, you've got a, a well-stocked, you know, camping setup. Um, The power goes out, and you have a, a camp stove. The power goes out, and you've got sleeping bags. The power goes out, and you've got, um, even toilet paper is handy to have around. Because, you know, wiping your butt with, with dried leaves,
1: or it's not hands. pleasant.
2: Because no. you, you've got, you know, you're walking around the rest of the day with uh, leaf crumbs in your butt crack, and that's... It's not enjoyable. It does make for an unpleasant yeah. trip. Uh, tent that you know how to actually set up. Um uh, survival knife, also important. Uh, a lot of these things, like I said, it's not necessarily camping gear for when you go camping, but these are things that are important to have in your um have in your house. Yes. So um that's that's pretty
1: much everything I've got here. Now, again, what we're worried about is we know that prepping can be overwhelming. Mm -hmm. We know it can be a lot to take in, but you really need to cover the basics before you jump into the big. Mm -hmm. And now I think in the next weeks we're going to jump into the big. I like jumping into the big. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, the basics. Make sure you got your core solid Mm -hmm. and then grow it. You know, then dig deep into the food storage and really— Right. You know, step it up. Then you know, work on. Hey, these are all the ways I can find water, and I'm awesome. Right. You know, then keep growing it. But mm-hmm. you know, cover the basics. Make sure you're well rounded, and you don't go overboard on one end without, you know, taking care of where you need to.
2: Right. Right. And I think um, over the next couple of weeks, we've got some interesting topics coming up. I'm very excited. Very excited. I've got a big list of exciting things that I've been I've been writing down. So uh, I know um, we've gotten a few emails. Okay. Um, One of them was specifically about uh, fences and fencing.
1: Fences, perimeter guarding. Yeah. So I
2: think we might get into that in the next couple weeks.
1: I know you guys are fascinated. Yeah, it seems
2: like a boring topic. You're
1: like, oh, well, I can have a split rail fence. (laughs) I could have a stockade fence, or I could have barbed wire fence. This is so exciting. But, so, uh, I mean, the possibilities are <laughs> limitless.
2: That's right. That's right.
1: Maybe a stone
2: fence. Well, now we don't even have to do the fence. Oh, I just show. ruined the whole Where It's episode? all covered
1: now. Oh, all right. Sorry.
2: But, uh, yeah, I think we've got some interesting, uh, things coming up. And if you guys have some ideas you want to hear, uh, hear about, uh, send us an email. Uh, I'd love to hear some, some ideas, some topics. Uh, we've definitely got a lot of ideas from listeners. As far as uh, things that we're covering um, So if you guys uh, want to email us At uh, preppingbadass at gmail.com
1: Sounds right You
2: can email us and let us know What any of your uh, your ideas are Message us on wanna, Facebook Yeah, if you just want to say hi, that's fine You're okay with that? I'm alright, I'll say hi back
1: You're a nice guy
2: I'm a nice guy Alright, so with that, stay safe
1: And we'll talk to you guys next week <laughs>